No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Hezekiah invites Judah and Israel to keep the Passover. Many from Israel mock, but some come. This is the beginning of a spiritual revival. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Chronicles chapter 30 on Simply the Bible. When Hezekiah became king of Judah, it was a hot mess. King Ahaz, his father, had left things disastrous. He had led the entire nation into the worship of Baal. He had even shut up the temple of the Lord so the people couldn't worship there. So the first thing that Hezekiah did was to cleanse the temple and also sanctify the Levites and the priests so that they could begin to bring forth the offerings again and begin to worship the Lord and reestablish the worship of the Lord in Judah. Now, all of this had happened in the first month, which was also the time when they would do Passover on the 14th day. The problem was, is that it took them until the 16th day just to cleanse the temple, and then they had to sanctify the priests and Levites. So we pick it up today in 2 Chronicles chapter 30. And Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh that they should come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem to keep the Passover to the Lord of Israel. For the king and his leaders and all the assembly in Jerusalem had agreed to keep the Passover in the second month. For they could not keep it at the regular time because a sufficient number of priests had not consecrated themselves, nor had the people gathered together at Jerusalem. And the matter pleased the king and all the assembly. So they resolved to make a proclamation throughout all Israel from Beersheba to Dan, that they should come to keep the Passover to the Lord God of Israel at Jerusalem, since they had not done it for a long time in the prescribed manner. Now, in the law of Moses, there had been this situation where there had been some people who were ceremonially unclean and they could not partake of the Passover at the regular time. So God said, well, if they don't do it then in the first month, they can do it in the second month. And so Hezekiah and his advisors said, look, we missed the opportunity for the first month, so let's do it the second month. And Hezekiah decided to cast a very wide net. He could have just brought spiritual reforms to Judah, but he saw that the Assyrians had taken captive people in the northern kingdom of Israel, and now there was a remnant of people left behind who were lost. I mean, their gods that they had been worshiping did them no good at all. And so Hezekiah said, look, come, let's bring them and they can join with us here in the worship of the Lord as we celebrate the Passover. So they all decided to make a proclamation that would go throughout Judah and Israel. Then the runners went throughout all Israel and Judah with the letters from the king and his leaders and spoke according to the command of the king. Children of Israel, return to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and he will return to the remnant of you who have escaped from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Do not be like your fathers and your brethren who trespassed against the Lord God of their fathers. 
so that he gave them up to desolation, as you see. Now, do not be stiff-necked as your fathers were, but yield yourselves to the Lord and enter his sanctuary, which he has sanctified forever, and serve the Lord your God, that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. For if you return to the Lord, your brethren and your children will be treated with compassion by those who lead them captive so that they may come back to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn his face from you if you return to him. You know, you got to love Hezekiah, his heart just to reach out to his brethren in the northern kingdom. And he said, look, return to the Lord and he will return to you. That is just the principle of God throughout the scripture. We see it in the book of James, draw near to the Lord and he will draw near to you. It's just that universal principle. And he said, don't be like your fathers. Your fathers disobeyed God. They worshiped the golden cows. They worshiped the Baals. You know, you come back to the Lord. And then he said, yield to the Lord. That word in the Hebrew, yield, it actually means to strike hands in pledge, as you would if you're making a deal with somebody to sell them something and you you shake hands on it. It's like agree with the Lord and you'll receive compassion. Even though you've lost your families, you've lost your brethren, your cities were destroyed by the king of Assyria. The Lord will have compassion upon you and he can restore your families for God is gracious and merciful. So the runners passed from city to city through the country of Ephraim and Manasseh as far as Zebulun, but they laughed at them and mocked them. Nevertheless, some from Asher, Manasseh and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. So the runners went uh, as far south as Beersheba and then as far north as Dan, which was at the foot of Mount Hermon. And they brought this proclamation, but most of the people just laughed at them, mocking them, uh, mocking them and being scornful, like, oh, yeah, what's good is that going to do kind of a deal? Uh, and, you know, it's so sad when there are people today that you know, they, they will mock you. They, they think you're crazy for going to church. They think you're crazy for believing in Jesus and, and doing all that you do uh, for him. And they, they'll laugh you to scorn, but they won't be laughing when they are at the white throne judgment of God. Um, however, there were those who did humble themselves at the words of Hezekiah. And they realized that, you know, he's right. What we've done is wrong. And our gods didn't deliver us that we worshiped here. So let's go back to the Lord and worship him. Also, the hand of God was on Judah to give them singleness of heart to obey the command of the king and the leaders at the word of the Lord. And clearly God was working through Hezekiah. You know, Hezekiah could have just had a personal revival, but the Lord gave him great influence with the nation. And the Lord gave the same heart to the people of Judah to also obey his commands and thus bring a spiritual revival. Now, many people, a very great assembly, gathered at Jerusalem to keep the feast of unleavened bread in the second month. They arose and took away the altars that were in Jerusalem, and they took away all the incense altars and cast them into the brook Kidron. They didn't want anything to do with these pagan altars. Then they slaughtered the Passover lambs on the 14th day of the second month. The priests and the Levites were ashamed. 
and sanctified themselves and brought the burnt offerings to the house of the Lord. They stood in their place according to the custom, according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests sprinkled the blood received from the hand of the Levites. So the priests and the Levites were ashamed. Now, why were they ashamed? Well, perhaps because they had neglected to do their duty. The Passover had not been celebrated uh, for a long, long time. But maybe also they had gotten caught up in the worship of the false gods uh, that was prevalent during the time of Ahaz. Uh, But they were ashamed. They realized that they had forsaken God. So they sanctified themselves and they began to do their duty. They began to present the burnt offerings as God had told them to do in the law of God, and they stood in their place according to the custom. You know, that's the beautiful thing. When we realize that we've been wrong, and we come to God, we humble ourselves, and we're ashamed for the wrong things that we've done, and then we offer ourselves to be used by God and to do that work that he's called us to do. His gifts and his call are irrevocable. And we say, Lord, here I am, use me, and begin to stand in the place where he's called us, standing firm in the grace of God, and then doing our duty. And, and then, of course, they sprinkled the blood received from the hand of the Levites. That sprinkling of the blood was for forgiveness, for atonement, as they were serving the Lord, serving the people, and bringing atonement to them for the sins of the people. For there were many in the assembly who had not sanctified themselves. Therefore the Levites had charge of the slaughter of the Passover lambs for everyone who was not clean to sanctify them to the Lord. Normally the Levites would not do that, but because there was such a need and not everybody was sanctified yet, all the priests weren't sanctified yet, the Levites uh, also did it. For a multitude of the people, many from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun had not cleansed themselves, yet they ate the Passover contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the good Lord provide atonement for everyone who prepares his heart to seek God, the Lord God of his fathers, though he is not cleansed according to the purification of the sanctuary. And the Lord listened to Hezekiah and healed the people. This is just beautiful because the people, you know, it was quite a purification process if they were ceremonially unclean before they would be fit to eat of the Passover. But they didn't have time for all of that. And so Hezekiah realizing that, look, we want everybody to participate in Passover. They are not ceremonially clean, but there's not enough time. So, Lord, just see their hearts and see that they want to serve you and come back and worship you and just make atonement for them. And the Lord heard Hezekiah's prayer and he healed the people. So the children of Israel who were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with great gladness. And the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing to the Lord, accompanied by loud instruments. And Hezekiah gave encouragement to all the Levites who taught the good knowledge of the Lord. And they ate throughout the feast seven days, offering peace offerings and making confession to the Lord God of their fathers. And so as they brought themselves back to the Lord, aligned themselves with his commandments, that righteousness brought gladness. And that's always the way it is. It's sin that brings sadness but righteousness brings gladness. And so Hezekiah then encouraged the Levites who were teaching the word to the people. 
and they came into worship and offering their peace offerings, which were fellowship offerings, basically eating with the Lord, celebrating a meal together, and then making confession. You know, it's the goodness of God. It's our fellowship with God that leads us to want to make confession and want to get things right with the Lord, and that's what they were doing. Then the whole assembly agreed to keep the feast another seven days, and they kept it another seven days with gladness. For Hezekiah, king of Judah, gave to the assembly a thousand bulls and seven thousand sheep, and the leaders gave to the assembly a thousand bulls and ten thousand sheep, and a great number of priests sanctified themselves. The whole assembly of Judah rejoiced. Also the priests and Levites, all the assembly that came from Israel, the sojourners who came from the land of Israel, and those who dwelt in Judah. Everybody together, first time. Southern kingdom, northern kingdom, all worshiping together around the Passover. So there was great joy in Jerusalem, for since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there had not been anything like this in Jerusalem. Then the priests, the Levites, arose and blessed the people, and their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to his holy dwelling place to heaven. So that will always happen when you align yourself with God, when you begin to do what it is, that he's called you to do and turn from your sins and obey the Lord and worship him, it will bring great joy. And we see that as the people were rejoicing, the Levites were blessing them and their prayer was heard in heaven. It came before the Lord as sweet incense. And that's what happens when spiritual revival comes to a people. God bring it to us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. If you have questions or comments, please email us at daryl at calvarytv.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L at calvarytv.org. Tomorrow, we'll see where the people destroy the idols, spiritual leadership is established and supported, and Hezekiah wholeheartedly serves the Lord. This is the road to blessing. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.